All right, the Lake Show taking you up until 7.30, Cal Soderquist with Timberwolves pregame. Timberwolves facing the L.A. Clippers. And the Clippers got destroyed last night. So they got a back-to-back, so we're getting some tired legs in here tonight. So the Wolves need to take advantage. Let's talk Minnesota Viking football heading into the final week of the season. Final game, Chicago Bears without Justin Fields. I said this a couple of days ago. I'll reiterate it. Without Fields and as bad as the Bears have been, you should be able to beat this team while sitting some of your, resting some of your star players. And I just got to be honest about this. And I know that, you know, you want to have a good seed and you don't want to fall back and all of this other you know, be the worst thing in the world to lose more bodies. Because right now, I'm not even sure that you can advance in the postseason with Brian O'Neill being hurt. One of the better players in the NFL at his position. So, for the record, mark it down. Henry Lake believes that the Vikings should sit Kirk Cousins this weekend. And to sit Justin Jefferson, I don't care um, enough about the seating at this particular point to where I want to go ahead and have them play. I don't want any more people getting injured. Have y'all seen this offensive line? Yeah, y'all seen it? An offensive line that was starting, that was struggling, is now more injured. What we on our third center and y'all want to go into the final game and y'all want to have Kirk Cousins play no I'm not I'm not for that but many people still believe that the Vikings should go all out because of the seating situation your thoughts your perspective 651-461-9226 because I'm not on board with that Kirk Cousins has taken a million hits already this season Give him a week off. I'm dead serious. Kirk has not played better this year than last year. Let me repeat that. He hasn't played better this year than last year. Last year he played much better than this year. Only difference is, is the record's better, but that's because of just they've all kind of come up clutch. Justin Jefferson's been remarkable this year. Defense has been better. Because the defense wasn't anything last year. They were trash. But that's the reason why. And the division's weak. Detroit's turned it on here later in the season. But do you guys really, do we really need to see Kirk go out there against the Bears? The Bears. No. No. I I don't want to risk it. Am I being too much of... In the moment, panicking, J-Lo? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I doing too much here with being concerned about the health of the Minnesota Vikings? Before I say anything on this, I must say I'm, I'm like half distracted because I had the television on here on ABC on, on Channel 5 and Shark Tank was on, and I look up and I see the face of David Schwimmer. I'm like, what? What is David Schwimmer doing on Shark Tank? 
just 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 an aside there if anybody was was wondering um this is the week where it's it's I don't want to say it's a throwaway week because there's still playoff seating there's still playoff bids that need to be earned but for teams that are already set or basically set this is this is the week if you know you're gonna play the next week if you know you're not gonna have a buy you usually try to sit players like it's the the final week of the preseason so that you're healthy going in. You don't risk having anyone hurt going into that first game because otherwise you not only run the risk of, of being hurt, but you run the risk of tiring your guys out. This is, this is essentially another bye week. And so a lot of times teams in the position of the Vikings, even though they could – change their seating from third to second, they they say, okay, let's let's go rest versus the possibility of getting that second seat, of getting another home game. So your your stance is very logical. It's been going on for years and decades in the NFL, especially in the NFL. So the next question then becomes who all do you sit? Because I would sit Kirk. I would sit um, JJ. I would sit and, – and, and when you're sitting guys like that, you what are you going to do? You're going to lean on the running game, right? I Actually, I would sit Dalvin too. And, and the reason why I would sit Dalvin is because what's one of the things about Dalvin Cook? He, hasn't he been kind of injury prone That's, in his career? I, I was going to say I would put Dalvin Cook at the top of the list for the skill players because he has a history of being hurt. Kers, yep. uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, can't say it. Cousins, Jefferson, they they don't. Uh, Thielen, I'd probably put right under. Um, right under. Um, I wouldn't play Adam either. Yeah, I'd put Thielen second under Cook for the I'm skill positions. I'm playing KJ. I'm playing Naylor. I'm playing um, – who else am I forgetting? Rieger. Yep, Rieger, yep. Um, playing Madison. Or Matson. I'm, I'm sorry, Madison. Madison. Um, maybe in Wangwu. Yeah, you're, you're putting in your, your second and third uh, – tier guys at this i i i agree i think you put in your second and third tier because essentially what we're talking about j-lo is are we willing to sacrifice seating for health and i would say yes this team is going to have to fight some adversity in the postseason anyway and and we're not in a position where we're going to be the one right now, do you want to be the two? Because right now, the one and two is Philly and um, San Francisco. The Niners, right? Yep. Yep, San Francisco. And who does San Francisco have this weekend? Do you know? San Francisco plays Arizona. And let me see if they host oh, them. Yeah. I think, I think they're at Arizona. Does it matter? They're not losing to Arizona. I bet the Vegas line on that game is Niners by eight. I'm just going to guess. It is number one. It's at San Francisco, oh, or Santa Clara, wherever you want to call it. Which means that the Niners are favored by fourteen and a half. See, that it's just not happening. So, so you're not get you. Me and you both know 
that they're not getting to the two. So don't risk it. And and if this was five years ago, that would mean something because you would have had the bye for the first and the second seeds. Now, now five years ago, yes, you are playing everybody because you could get a bye. But now, since only the top seed gets a bye and the Vikings are out out of the, the race for that, then you got to weigh it a little bit more to the cautious side, in my opinion. Hey, real quick, let me ask you this question, because Kevin O'Neill has done a phenomenal job with the um, with the Vikings. He has. He's done a really you mean good O'Connell? job. I mean, Kevin O'Connell. Who did I say? Kevin Johnson? You said Kevin O'Neill. Kevin O'Neill. Oh, my bad. O'Connell. So, so Kevin O'Connell, KOC, he's been, he's been good. He's been really good. I think that this year there's a bunch of people that you could offer up as coach of the year. Of all the people, because there's a bunch of names. If you had a vote, J Lo, who would you who would you give coach of the year to? Because oh, people have boy. talked about Kevin o, Kevin O'Connell. People have talked about Brian Dayball. Brian, Day- so I, my list would probably be if I had a top six, I'd probably say Kevin O'Connell, Brian Dayball, Nick Sirianni, um, Mike Tomlin, Sean McDermott, and maybe Doug Peterson. That that's 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 who I would give the award to. I would give the award to Doug Peterson. He's, dude, the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, he's been, it's, dude, and, and, Trevor and, Lawrence was terrible last year under Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence can play. Well, he, and that's the thing that I had this discussion with my father last year and we were talking, we'll, we'll talk a lot of times about, you know, sports, different, different things. And we were talking about Trevor Lawrence last year and I was telling him, dad, this dude can play. This dude was a star. This dude was a superstar at Clemson. The dude can play. The dude has skill. The dude has talent. And you just need to get him the right coach to get him in the frame of mind. Doug Peterson has won a Super Bowl. He ain't, he ain't, I'm sorry to say this, he ain't Jeff Saturday. So, so he, he won that Super Bowl with, a quarterback that was not the greatest quarterback. He he won it with Carson Wentz, who's, who's turned out to be Drek. And then you brought in Nick Foles as the backup, and he won it with Nick Foles. Nick Foles has not done anything since, anything of worth, of, of note. You would definitely take Trevor Lawrence over both of those guys. And so you get a guy like Doug Peterson with a talent like that, I think success is a, not only a possibility, but I think a likelihood. I would I would probably give my vote I'd probably give it to Sirianni. Um just because they met expectations. I think they still exceeded expectations. And the fact that, that they had such a role going before the before Jalen Hurts got, got injured, I think that is a testament to how good he's been. Second, yeah. and, and I'd say a close second, is Mike Tomlin. What that guy is doing with that he, roster. He's been phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, Hall of Fame coach. He's been, Mike Tomlin's been phenomenal. And, yes, they're going to win this weekend. 
uh, go ahead and mark it down against the Cleveland Browns. But will right, they, we'll but will they make the playoffs? Because they got to get New England to lose and Miami. Yeah, to we lose. we got to get some help. Yeah, we got to get some help. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do headlines and uh, tee it up for Timberwolves basketball versus the LA Clippers on CCL. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, final couple of minutes of the Lake Show. It's Timberwolves pregame coming up in just a matter of moments. But we'll do headlines here. Got a couple of sports items to get into after headlines, and then we'll uh, toss over to Cal at Target Center. But uh, J-Lo, what you got tonight with headlines, my man? All right, we're going to start off with a local headline talking about uh, the appropriate place to find your lucky spot, your lucky, uh, your lucky ticket. A fifteen point one million dollar lottery ticket was sold in the town of Luck, Wisconsin, on Wednesday night. The winner bought the Mega Bucks ticket at Wayne's Food Plus on Butternut Avenue, matching the six lucky numbers to win the prize. The odds of winning Mega Bucks is one in six six million nine hundred ninety one thousand nine oh eight. It was certain luck that uh, played a role in this. Thursday morning, when I come in and run my morning reports and get your lottery report. It shows congratulations to Wayne's Foods in Luck, Wisconsin, for selling a $15 million Megabucks ticket, said store manager Paul Wondra. I was looking for my ticket, but I didn't have one. Wondra says the days since Wednesday's drawing have been intense. We said, well, get ready. It's going to be a crazy day, and they weren't lying. I was told by the lottery people that now you're going to be part of the, uh, to be that Mecca. You sold a big ticket. You're going to be the place to go. So far, it's holding true. Now, the mega, bu- uh, the mega Bucks is different from Mega Millions, which is drawing tonight and has a jackpot of, I believe now it has reached over a billion dollars once again. Uh, the odds of winning Mega really? Millions, it's, it's close. It's 940, but I think it might have ticked up to over a billion. Um, the odds of winning Mega Millions, one in 302,575,350. Wow. And yes, I did yet? get a ticket. I did not. Oh man. Well, good luck, man. Well, if, if you do hit it, can I borrow a couple dollars? We'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm a little, I'm a little stingy, but we'll You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> if I was, if I was, if I hit, I'd give you some I money. Get, man, I got, look, I got man, you. you. I got you, man. I got look you. Look at J Lo with this, man. You say stingy. A billion. I got you. I got stingy. you. All right. Uh, for the national headline, a Real dang, Housewife. Uh, say that again. I said, dang, Elon. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, a real <laughs> a, a real housewife gets real house time, as in jail time. Jennifer Shaw, a tearful member of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, who insisted that she is not the character she plays on the show, was sentenced Friday to six and a half years in prison for defrauding thousands of people, many of them vul- vulnerable or older, in a telemarketing scam that stretched nearly a decade. Shaw was sentenced by U.S. District Judge Sidney H. Stein as a leader of a nationwide fraud 
that targeted people who were often unsophisticated electronically and could least afford to lose their money. Shaw pleaded guilty in July to a conspiracy charge. Prosecutors sought a 10-year prison term, which would have been a year under the federal sentencing guidelines minimum recommendation, but well above the three years in prison that Shaw's lawyer suggested. Yeah, I um, I don't know this individual. I've seen the story. I don't watch the show, clearly. But I, I don't have any sympathy for people that take advantage of others. I just don't. Yeah. It's terrible. Be a good human to, 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 to all the people you come into contact with. But, yeah, he, her profiting off of taking advantage of other people, that just, oof, it's gross. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Real quick to the third headline of the night. We go back a little bit local with a business angle. Could the mecca of pizza, frozen pizza, be here in Minnesota? Late last year, Augie Heinenkamp got a message from a customer. Your pizza is life-changing. That's not always the first response someone has when, a, when rating a frozen pizza. Maybe we're doing something right, said Heinenkamp. CEO of a Dyna-based Clo-Clo Vegan Foods. Since debuting in early 2020, Clo-Clo's frozen pizzas have found a sweet spot among shoppers seeking allergen-free and, or al- allergen-friendly pies. The brand was recently rolled out at Cub Food Stores and has, uh, nat- has national ambitions. Clo-Clo was named for Heinenkamp's daughter, Chloe, who has a rare autoimmune disease triggered by food proteins called eosynphilic esophagitis. So Chloe's parents mm. teamed up with a chef and developed a line of pizzas and now bowls, vegan cheese, and gluten-free breadsticks so she can eat foods most kids take for granted. Now get this. Americans bought 1.4 billion frozen pizzas over the past year, and half of them were of that total was from a uh, the five leading brands, including uh, according to IRI, a Chicago-based marketing research firm. Research, research firm. Clo Clo hopes to join several. Minnesota-based pizza brands among giants in the industry, including Red Baron, Totino's, Freshetta, Brew Pub Lotsa Matza, Tony's, and Bellatoria, all based here in Minnesota. Hey, let's go. We want the local folks to win. We want the economy to be good with the companies here, so I'm all for it. And, and there are a bunch of these frozen uh, pizza companies that I need to dive into. I've been hearing about this. Was it Seventh Avenue Pizza? I've never had it. Um, I like Heggie's. Do you have you ever had Heggie's Pizza? I I never have. I've heard it. I, you go out to the oh. bars. It's a big bar pizza here. It's 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 good. You can you can go to Costco and find. It. I don't know if you got a, a Costco membership, or whatever. But I got a Costco membership, and I'll go get Heggie's there. Oh my goodness, really good, man. But no, there's that's like it's a thing. It's a way of life here. It, it is. Really it is. is. That's your headlines. All right. Uh, hey, real quick, um, Wolves going to take on the L.A. Clippers. I expect a good performance from the Wolves tonight. The Clippers on a back-to-back, uh, they got trounced last night in Denver. So they should have tired legs. Looking forward to the Wolves. Uh, I'm not going to make any predictions about, you know, point spreads and all that stuff. I just want to win. Let's keep the, the winning ways uh, going. And then secondly, I don't know if you saw the story um, from about an hour or so ago the breaking news of Major League Baseball, Trevor Bauer um, being released, designated for assignment from the L.A. Dodgers. The Dodgers owe him still $22 million. They don't care. They're moving on. Um, he had the horrible sexual assault, um, rape allegations um, for the last. He was suspended for essentially two years. 
and then an arbitrator has stated that uh, no, he needs to be reinstated, and so they waive like the the rest of his suspension. Who's gonna take a flyer on that guy? Ugh, gross. All right, Wolves, Clippers on a Friday night at Target Center. Cal Soderquist and the pregame coming up now.